It's your girl, Sheena, and I am back. Oh my goodness. Sassy Sessions, episode two, after the relationship. Okay, so special guest, Shine. Well, we call him Shine, but it's Valentino Shine Jr. He is the marketing and branding maven, owner of Shine Digital Media and Management, also promotions director at Wuffo Power 96.5 and Father. We had a great conversation, so I definitely hope you guys enjoyed this one. So let me just say this disclaimer. Here at Sassy Sessions, my guests and I are simply sharing our personal experiences and opinions. We are not liable for any actions you choose to take based off of the conversations. Okay? Period, point blank. Don't try to sue me. Okay? Because this is a conversation. I'm sharing my life story with the help of others. With all that being said and done, ha, huh, let's talk about it. So I want to start talking about what happens once you are actually in a relationship, a relationship of a mother daughter. Father, son, son, mother, um, daughter, father, uh, a heterosexual, uh, um, homosexual, whatever. I just want to know what it is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I just want to know what it is. So, like, I just want to start talking about life after the relationship. So, first of all, y'all know I got my sweet and sassy six because we out here rewriting from weekend. <laughs> This is the one I'm drinking now. All right. So please comment, chime in at any given point. Hey, Rashi. Hey, Tiffany. So also you guys can see us on Spotify as well as uh, Pocket Cast. Okay. Um, disclaimer, Sweet and Sassy, excuse me, Sassy Sessions is only, I'm so used to saying Sweet and Sassy. Sassy Sessions is um, it's just our personal opinions. We are not experts in any fields um, that we are speaking on. We are just everyday people that's just shooting the shit, so to speak. Um, so we want to talk about the men's perspective because we always talk about the women's perspective on so many topics. And I feel like um, men, men's perspective kind of get lost in the sauce. So let's talk about that. What, what kind of relationships would you say you've had or have or like to nourish? Well, first of all, what's up, Sassy Session people out there? How y'all doing today? It's your boy, Sean. You know what it is. <clears throat> <laughs> you know how I give it up. Okay. Um, the type of relationships I like to nourish are built off of communication, a lot of affection, a lot of support, um, a lot of compassion, a lot of peace, and a lot of understanding. Mm. Not every relationship I've had has been like that, though. That has mm. not been the case. That not been the case. Um, well, my worst relationship was 13 years, as um, 
some of you may know, some of you may not know, um, but I've also had some relationships in between. I mean, some flings, some fangs, huh. and you know, those didn't go too well. Um, that's not who I am. So I was just doing that kind of stuff out of like, you know, anger. Not even anger. Well, it could be. It could have been anger. It was mm-hmm. definitely anger. Um, necessity. Hmm. You some you go some people go outside the relationship out of necessity, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna start right there. We're gonna start. It's right real. Gonna it's real. Right How about let's just talk about okay. So relationships where they where they usually come from. So do you have a good relationship with your mom? Oh, the, I have a great. Back to my mother's relationship. Nice shine. If you tune in, and know you're not. I have a great relationship with my mother. I love my mother. She has been the rock and the foundation of my life. And she is the foundation of who I am today. Um, a great woman, a strong woman, woman of God. And she actually made me who I am. As a woman, she made this man. Um, hmm. And even the relationship that I did not have with my father made me the man that I am today. Um, trying to be everything that he he was, trying not to be everything that he was, she my identity of what a man was. Mm-hmm. Um, not having a father. One thing I would give some insight on is growing up as a child, all of my best friends had a father. Really? And I did that on purpose. All my best friends had dads. And I did it on purpose because I didn't have a father. And I so always you needed wanted somebody. to know what it was like to have a dad and how I should be hey, once I became a man. My best friends include Jason Moore. That's all, Jason, Chad, my man Lloyd, my man Sterling. All of them had a dad in their household. All of them. So when I would go to their house, I would watch their fathers. Hmm. Not knowing to them. Right. I would watch their fathers to see, like, oh, how is he treating his mother? How is he talking to his kids? What are you doing for the household? Is that how I should be, how I should be, is that how I should be as a man? And those things helped me develop into the man that I am today. So fast out to all y'all dads because y'all helped shape me. Um, and that's that's like without a father. That's me not having a dad, but knowing what I wanted. And how Yo, I Garrett. A man out of life. So, yeah. It's real. It's real. So, ladies, we are not the only one who suffer um, if we don't have a dad in the household. I think um, too often it goes unnoticed when it comes to a man. You know, we kind of push it under the rug like, oh, you know, boy shouldn't cry or um, it's all good. He got his mom. You know, I'm the only mom he got and I'm his mother and his father. Like, I think women kind of hinder men, the development of a man when they think that they are a mother and a father. First of all, ladies, you cannot be a mother and First of all, you can't even be a father. Let's just make that point blank period clear. Mm-hmm. As a man, I never looked at my mother as the father. She was always my right. mother. Mm-hmm. I never said, oh, this is my mother and my dad. I never gave her a Father's Day present, ever. I think my that is crazy. Day, whole career living, I've never done that. I knew I had a dad. He just didn't live in the household with me. And I identified with that as a young, at a young age. And that relationship with my father was very strenuous, very stressful. Um, my father didn't. And now I'm in jail my whole entire life. And hmm. if you know, you know. Most recently, hmm, it's still going down to this day. So that relationship with my dad has been, hold on, y'all, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that relationship with my dad, although stressful, I still love my dad all the way through. 
even though he was not there, even though he was not the best father he could have been, I love my father all the way through. And I thank him for the father that he tried to be. Hmm. Really, so that he tried to do with me. The things that he tried to do for me. So I got a question. Because, you know, I always hear women say, oh, well, he ain't nothing. You know, talking about their baby's father or their kid's father. Because I don't like to say baby father. I like to say, hey, girl. Um, I like to say father or kid's father. You know, not baby daddy. Um, so women to be like, well, he didn't really do much. And in my opinion, from for example, I didn't really have my dad either. Like I know who he is, but we don't have the best of relationships, not you know, growing up, but I don't harbor any feelings. Um, and the reason why I don't harbor feelings is because he too is a person. You know what I'm saying? And his life choices he had to make them and accept them and do what he was going to do. You know what I'm saying? And I, at the end of the day, that's what he has to deal with. You know, um, I chose to do what I needed to do as a parent. However, my mom never said, you know what? You can never see that man because he ain't did nothing for you. You know, never. Oh, you can never, you know, uh, hang out with him. You can never go over there. And I don't understand why women are so pressed for a man to just, do whatever they think they should do in their mind, you know? But I kind of think it's, it probably comes down to us thinking that because we're the moms, we control the situation, mm. you know? Like, I think that we sit there and we acknowledge that, hey, Daphne, that um, they're the parent, but we kind of forget, like, you dogging that man, but guess what? You chose that man. You did. You chose him. So... Hey, Janelle. Janelle said, I wish I had my headphones on so that I could listen to this while in class. <laughs> Horrible. Hey, Brittany. Hey, John John. Um, hey, Shay. Hey, Jessica. Hey, y'all. Y'all know I'm going to say hey to everybody. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I seriously think that we like to throw the blame. When I say we, I'm going to say women first, but that I feel like people in general like to, to throw blame. We don't like to acknowledge our part in the situation first. You know? What do you think? I think that that's a big statement because I don't think, depending on how the situation goes, either party sometimes don't accept their fault in the situation. Okay. Um, for, for what reason? I don't know. Once you accept the, your, your part in the situation, it'll be easier to get over it and then resolve the situation. Until mm -hmm. you can accept your part in the situation, you're never going to be able to move past the situation. No matter if that person moves on or doesn't move on, you're going to be stuck because you have not accepted your part in the situation. So, for instance, I'm going through some things right now, you know, you may not know, people may not know, and there's parties who have not accepted their part, part in the situation, mm -hmm. which is making it harder for, I'm going to say, everybody. Mm -hmm. as a whole. Hey, Miss Belinda girl. And you you can't force somebody or tell somebody how they need to deal with a situation. You know, <clears throat> that's another thing. We try to tell a man how to parent, right? And it's like, we forget that men have totally different views than us, right? Like, you're going to treat our child, whether it's a man or a woman, you're going to treat them differently, Right? I'm going to treat our child a little differently because I'm a woman and I and I look at things differently. So Daphne says, 
some women feel like they didn't create the children. Oh, they didn't create the children alone and should be just as accountable. That's true. Hey, Miss Bossy Girl. I mean, definitely, even though the woman didn't, hey, Bossy, even though the woman didn't create the child alone, even in the absence of a father, the, the woman needs to know that the father is being somewhat responsible for what's going on in the absence because the child, mm. the child is going to develop, the child is going to grow in the absence of the father from that action. Exactly. That's what, I agree with so that. So that, that I'm a product of that situation. My father was not there, but from my father not being there, I recognized that and I grew in the situation with my mom and my sister alone, knowing my dad was not there. Did I try and be the man of the house? No. Did I try and be my, <laughs> my mother's husband? No. I was still a kid the whole entire time until I grew into the man I am today. But I say that saying, like, my dad played a major role in who I am in his absence. So even though men are not, and what people do not know, though, I'm going to give a straight fact, too. Black men are, are no, white men are more absent from their children's lives than black men. And you people do not know that. Mm. It's a fact. You can Google it right now. White men are way more absent in their children's lives than black men, but people only portray and only see black men being absent. That's wow. not the truth. That's not the facts. You need to do your research. Black men just got it harder than white men, so they just put it all on us. Like, oh, boom. He not in the house. He a dirt bag. He ain't he nothing. A, yeah. He ain't nothing. That's not the case. If you do your research, black men try their hardest. Well, some. Some. Try their yeah. hardest to be in their children's lives, but then again, it comes in the situation. But then you have women who after are the, like, no, after the, after the relationship. After the relationship. Wow, fuck that nigga, man. Mm-hmm. We ain't yeah. seen my kids. Right. We ain't seen my kids, too. What you talking about? So after the relationship, she can get topsy-turvy, and it's not always the man's fault that he's not able to be present in the child's life. And we see that every day dealing with our culture. Yes. Every day. Yes. I see, I can go down my timeline. I see about five times. Man, my, my girl, why am I can't? It's, it's hard. It's crazy what I got to do to see my daughter, man. Mm-hmm. But you know, so I'll say this. Like, I feel like, okay, well, first of all, Daphne said a lot of women have the sole responsibility of caring for their children, and some think it's not fair that the father should should not also take responsibility as well. So I'll address that, and then you can say what you need to say. At the end of the day, whether right, wrong, or indifferent, we get into situations initially under the wrong pretenses. Whether you know, like when your gut is telling you that you should not be in a situation and you embark on that thing anyway, that was the first mistake, right? So we don't like to to accept ownership that we are making this mistake and doing some old next stuff because we want to have sex or we want a companionship or we want um, temporary fixes for our internal, um, our broken internal, um, I'm what I'm saying, broken, broken issues. So we want to love on ourselves with this coping mechanism, i.e. a person. So then when we create a child out of the situation and this person doesn't hold to what we feel like they should as far as what a parent should be doing, then we're mad. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but the initial situation started off where it was wrong. wrong. Wrong, totally wrong. It was supposed to be sex and you made it more than what it should have been. And whether he told you the truth or whether she told you the truth, whoever's truth was what it was you knew at some point like i feel like it's a very 
small amount of women and men who knew from the jump or did not know from the jump that that person wasn't for them. And to, and to answer Daphne's question, says a lot of women have the sole responsibility of caring for their children. All right. But like Sheena said, when you laid your ass down with that nigga, you knew he wasn't shit. Yeah, he wasn't shit. If you knew that, you should either put a, put a condom on that man, had a birth control, pill, shot, depara, whatever you call that. The depo. You should have knew, knew that that was not something that you wanted to be tied down to for the rest of your life and put, bring a child into. Right. So you can't be mad at the man when he be like, oh, no. Nah. This was just sex for me. Because he knew what was up. He knew what he was getting himself into. You trying to cope. Trying to do some things. You trying to get Now you get pregnant. That's not. And I'm not saying that a man that leaves a woman that gets pregnant is right. I am not saying that at all. That is not my take on that. Because y'all know I'm a great dad. Pass to the shine kids. Okay? <laughs> but when it comes to those situations, if you lay down with a bum and you get pregnant by a bum, use a bum. Use a bum at that point. But everybody want to point the finger. But everybody want to point the finger. It's always the other person. We never want to accept ownership, ever. So as far as your relationship with your dad, so I've seen, you know, you you were very vocal on Facebook about, like, him and the the situation and um, him going away for longer this time. Like, when did you start a relationship with your dad or when did you start nurturing one? I, had a, I was about 16 years old. It was the first time he came home from jail. I was at Upper Bound. I would not forget the day. I was at Upper Bound at UB, South Campus. He pulled up on the campus. I was 16. I'm looking at him like, bro, what, what's good? Like, what you what you even doing here? I was very confused. I was very happy to see my dad. And that's when I first started nursing a relationship with my dad. But, you know, two years later, he went back to prison. I went off to college. In prison, came home, back and forth, back and forth. So I really never really got to nurture a real relationship like that. I know who he is 100%. Um, and he's a great man. He just makes a lot of bad, bad decisions, decisions and places in the situations that he's in today. Um, since he just got sentenced to 30 years, uh, he's 52 years old. And so me, me as a child who has been dealing with this since I was a baby, I've, I've knew about this. So I prepped myself for that verdict. Mm-hmm. So when I heard the verdict, I wasn't phased at all. Okay. So this is how you, this is after the relationship. So like, now that I've built a relationship with my dad, mm-hmm. I know how to cope with all of his actions. That is a really good one. That cool. is a really good one. Because you ex- you expect it. It's, yeah. it's, you know what it is. When I, I, went, I went to the trial. I went to the trial all three weeks. I heard every testimony from every witness or every whatever you call them people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I knew what the verdict was going to be. So when I knew the verdict after the last day of the trial, I started preparing myself for the Okay, so when they say it now, don't be caught up. Don't be upset. Don't cry. Don't be upset. Just know that this is it. And I told my dad. So so as a relationship, you got to also know that at this point, I'm like, I'm a man now. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling my dad, I'm making decisions now. Dad, you end up going to jail again? I can't fuck with you, bro. I got a family to raise. And mm. I went through what you, I went through this already with myself. I'm not about to put my kid through the same exact thing. Completely so understand. So I, I, and my dad, he said this, he understood, but it crushed him to hear me say that because I'm his son. Mm-hmm. You know so he always want to have a relationship with his, with his son, but I got to protect my children. Your now. son. Mm-hmm. This is, after the relationship, I got to protect my children. Now. Good one. It's not so fair. Leah said, just going back, Leah said, the last ex told you he wasn't shit. 
I agree with that. Because when she trying to call you and telling you and you don't want to hear the, the funky white to say, it lies. Garrett said that also speaks to the arrogance of some women because they swear she, she had what it took to change him. That right there, sir. It's a, it's a, oh my it's a, goodness. It's a myth. Listen, I try to tell women all the time, you can't change you can barely change yourself. You can't even get your stuff right. How you gonna change somebody else? But but the right woman will make will. a man change his ways. It Say was, it again. It takes a the right woman will make a man change his ways. He's not changing because of her. Yes, Daphne. He's changing because he wants to show her something in him that she can be proud of, that she can accept, mm -hmm. that she can want, that she wants to be with. But it's not because it. of her. Right. It's not at all. Right. It's because he wants to he wants to improve himself. Mm-hmm. For himself and for their relationship. It's not because of her at all. No woman can change me. That's not ever But it's happened. the same thing with, with a cheater. A cheater only stops cheating when they want to stop cheating. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with mm -hmm. the person that they are with. So, um, Miss Belinda said, they are the same person. Sometimes your expectations are not realistic and in denial. That I agree with. People are in denial probably 80% of the time, in my opinion. Um, you sitting here thinking that it's about to be something and it ain't even close to being about what you think it's about. Mm -hmm. So Daphne says, some women have entire relationships in their heads. Agreed. Ooh, that's a good okay, one. and get mad because they created a situation in their head. Yes. But when reality hits, that's when anger, anger comes in. I agree with 100%. that. 110. Being in control of your emotions, emotional state is a major key. That's a fact. Um, uh, Sharia, is it, uh, is it Sharia? 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 Okay. You can't change a man. Agree. And Maria said hey, he Maria. must do it for himself and vice versa. Exactly. So, um, Miranda said self-improvement is done best when you're a we just had this conversation okay seriously when you are trying to focus or do something it's usually best by yourself the reason why you're focused is because you have no distractions okay after my divorce my situation i, I definitely dove into some situations that i had no business taking a part of however once i checked myself like bring it back some Okay, because when you don't know yourself, it will have you acting out of crazy, character. Crazy. Okay, it will have you doing things, saying things, taking things, allowing things that under normal circumstances you would not. Okay, so that's that's number one. But when I started to sit down and say, okay, everybody else cannot always be the issue. It cannot always be this man. It cannot always be this person over here. It has to start somewhere. Garrett said... Oh, wait, wait. Just, just going back to uh, what you were saying. Uh, uh, oh, oh, being by yourself. So, I'm going through this to myself. Separation, finished finalizing the divorce. So, when I when I left my home into my to go into my own home, I was by myself. When I say I was acting crazy, no, no, it's not, even, it's, not even, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. Okay. I'm I was sorry. acting crazy, and I would, I would say to myself, "Yo, shine, what you, what you are doing?" But I knew I was just acting out of like, you know, I wouldn't even say freedom. I don't even know where it was coming from. But it got to a point where I had to check myself, like, "Yo, this ain't even you, bro. Mm -hmm. You out here acting a fool. This is not what you're about. This is not even your life." But it was 
It was easy mm-hmm. and it was fun, but that shit got tiring. Mm-hmm. It got exhausting. And once you feel those, those like those spirits and those, you start recognizing that you be like, yeah, I'm good on all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, it so gets even, real. So even though in that time by yourself, you gotta really focus because you can get caught up in the world of things yes. because you're by yourself, mm-hmm. which can take you to a whole other atmosphere. It really can. And then then you be in a whole other planet. So Garrett said, that's your integrity taking over because it's just you. I completely agree with that. Hey, Timothy. Hey, Tamia, girl. So Leah said, future is a prime example of a man you can't change. Wow. Lori Harvey still got a dog. Wow. Jesus. You know these people? (laughs) His flea collar hasn't expired yet. Amitria said, that's right. Hey, girl. Um, Hi, Sierra. Hey, uh, uh, Shatice. Calvin, hey girl. Okay, so Timothy said, haven't haven't set your own boundaries outside of your own life. Come on. Hey, Christine. Christine, yay, this is back. Yes. All right. So over here, Greg said, um, he changes for himself, mm-hmm. but he also does it for the one he loves. If the if if if, if, uh, if he's committed to the relationship. Completely agree. Um, at the end of the day, so I think I don't know if this happened to you. So when I was in an un when I was unhappy, it was easy to recognize somebody else who mimicked me. I can see unhappiness over here. Mm. I can see it over here. I can see it over here. I felt it when I walked into the room. I felt good. Like we in the same spot. Like we good. Mm. You never felt that? When I see so when I love Marlis, when I love Marlis shit. I was, I was definitely broken. I was definitely broken, but I was wait, so broken. wait. Say it again. Do y'all hear this, man? Broken yeah, women. I, I was, men are broken too. Yeah. Men are. Yeah. I just need to keep saying that because women think that men are broken because they don't verbally say it out loud. Men are broken too. Period. I was so broken that I didn't even want to recognize anybody who was doing good, doing bad. Wow. I didn't want to be a part of nothing. People were like yo, shine man. I want to talk to my mom. Don't talk to I am in a bad space right now. I might wow. tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that's gonna fuck your relationship. Right. Don't listen to me. I'm in a bad space. But I at least you, people at least you were able to say that. Though. Yeah, I'm in a bad space. You don't want no advice from me when it comes to relationships. And I talk, I said it to people for about seven months because I was really. She didn't care what she was like. She's like, well, you, you alright? Uh, I did. I even texted you. Like, you good? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was looking a little skinny. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking skinny, y'all. He was out here just like <laughs> So, so I mean, taking that time to get yourself together is necessary and it's very needed because once I bounced back to who I was, I started recognizing that. Oh no, I was I was good money. I'm good money right now, y'all. So, hey V, miss you, bro. That's what Timothy said. Um, is that? Is that his name really Timothy? Or is that Laquan? That's Timothy Bro. That's my okay. Oh, okay. Hey, Timothy Bro. Okay. So, um, and we say, I appreciate the fact that you are helping people focus in, internally versus yes, mm. versus externally. Yes, because we so we we looking, we looking for somebody to blame all day, every day. Mm. Leah said future didn't act didn't act with Sierra. He has eight kids. Come on, you write about that. I understand what she's saying. She's she's saying he's somebody who's not really a good parent who's being put on a platform, right, for not being a good parent. And 
Sierra knew this. Her kid, her kid I mean, was number seven. Just because like he, he got eight kids, when he's a bad parent. If you got seven kids and you ain't taking care of none, who said he ain't taking care of them? Well, he ain't taking care of some because somebody else got child support out on him too. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to help a brother out. I don't even know if he's wrong when I'm talking about taking up for that man. I don't even know that. <sighs> okay. So, wait. <laughs> Greg said, um, again, you can't have a Proverbs woman if you are not an Ephesians <laughs> hold man. On, hold on, Greg. Hold on. Some of us, <laughs> some of us aren't biblically inclined. <laughs> That's you a fact. Might, you might have to give, give a, little, a little lesson, right? Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, Maria says she appreciates your vulnerability. I mean, I'm just trying to give people the real, Maria. Um, it, it takes it time. Is what it it takes is. time to heal, man. Hi, like, Maria. I was, I was with Tasha, the mother of my children, for 13 years before we separated and going through what we're going through right now. Um, and when you walk out of something like that, it's not easy. Because you're so used to the comfortability of doing which one to do, how you want to do it, according to the, the layout of the situation, okay? Yeah. And so when you get out here by yourself, well, for my instant, I already had, a, I would say, a lot of freedom um, during my relationship. So when I got out here, like, free-free? It was like the chains is off. Was, like, bro, where we at? Every day. What's going I on? Where we at? Where we going there? <laughs> no, come on, Craig. You come on my house. Uh, Wait, so John Johnson, <laughs> at the end of the day, experiences... We place ourselves in the trial and error. That's a fact. As soon as, as soon as can get a, as soon as we can get a hold of what our worth is worth, say that we love ourselves accordingly. Oh, okay. I thought so, Timothy. Hey, hey, Chanel. Um, Garrett says Sierra was trying to stay relevant. Oh, um, dang, bro. dang, that's you gonna, deep. You gonna, you gonna put that on there? Okay, child support doesn't mean you don't. That's that's right, Garrett. And you right. You know what? I I take that back. I take that back. You Come are on, right. Garrett. You are right. Come on, Garrett. Hey, face. How are you, oh, Ephesians man? Yes. Hey, Bella. Hey, Robert. Okay. So, Greg said, um, I'll have to come on and explain, biblical baby. Yes, yes. Come, come on, sis. Why is it making me listen as a? As a phone you got call. You got something rigged up on your I don't know, girl. You I got, have no idea. Jess, I don't know, Jess. Jess, you got an Android. So, listen. So, we were talking, right? And you made mention of something. Oh, uh, okay. So, I have a friend. And, well, I have lots of friends. But we all have good conversations. So, I was talking to her about some stuff. And I am divorced. However, I am also in a relationship. And people say all the time, divorced people are the worst people to give feedback about a marriage. Oh, wow. And I feel as though that is kind of a lie because I feel it, it, it depends on the feedback that is being given. If you are talking to someone who is bashing marriage mm-hmm. and, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. And, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Then I would say stray away from that person um for me as someone who was married and who is now divorced but believes in marriage Mm -hmm. okay i would tell someone something based on i would first say that i am divorced and i would also give my downfalls okay um based off of my divorce um my side because i can't tell y'all his side every you know everyone has their own Um, depiction of what actually happened, right? So for me, 
when I was married, I was all about, you know, you sir, you um submit to your spouse. It is what it is. Um, especially as women, because, you know, that Proverbs 31 woman, and these are things that you're supposed to do. And I'm just like, but we're supposed to submit to each other. Mm -hmm. So that means if you are sacrificing some things and I'm sacrificing some things, it doesn't mean that I need to stop doing everything that makes me me. It means that I'm supposed to tailor the things that I do do that may not be okay with you. Okay, it doesn't mean you are no longer an individual. I dislike when people always have, oh, well, you're married, so you can't. No, 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 no. You were born in this world by yourself. You will die by yourself, right? So it's okay. I, I had a, I had a, I have a friend who used to always tell people, oh, don't get no advice from him. <coughs> don't get no advice from him. <coughs> don't get no advice from him. He going through it right now. He in a fucked up relationship. Yeah, may have, yeah, yeah, my friend's a man. He's still my nigga. He's just a wild one. Um, I got you, Miss Belinda. He would say that it would really, 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 really bother me. Mm. Really, really, really much so because being in a method relationship, I've probably been through more stuff than you have experienced in a so-called good relationship. relationship. Mm-hmm. So I have I have advice to give that you have no idea about. Right. That could also, that could help make your relationship better. Better. Mm-hmm. Save mm-hmm. it. It's insightful information. And... You can't discredit somebody because they're going through something in a relationship. That doesn't mean that they have bad advice. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that my 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 outlook on relationships or my my uh, thoughts is thoughts are like damaged. That right. doesn't mean I'm not a retard because I had a bad relationship. That don't mean that don't make no sense. So right, whatever, right. a conversation about a relationship, I'm not gonna be like, oh, don't do that, bro, because my joint and I did that. This didn't work. Happened. Yeah, That's yeah. That's not how this go. Like, so people that say that really need to really like reevaluate. Not, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't say that because you're really speaking from an ignorant perspective. I mean, but don't most people speak from an ignorant perspective? I mean, my man, he ain't ignorant, but he he ignorant when he say that. But he, but do we really know about relationships? And I'm not and I'm not even trying to dog him, but is uh, he ignorant when it comes to relationships though? He Exactly. There, there it is, and it's all right. You ain't trying to call your man ignorant, but I am. Nah, nah, my man not ignorant. All right. I mean, he, he ain't even had a relationship. Then there it is. Um, so Miss Belinda says, sex is emotional, not a commitment. Say, what? She said, yes. She said, sex is emotional. It's not a commitment. That is a fact. That's a a huge fact. Yes, Miss Belinda. She said, just because it's crazy good sex doesn't mean you are compatible. You know what? And that is the issue. Because people try to make good sex a relationship. Anyhow, you should have just stayed at the the orgasm if you got one. Um, If it was good, you had to get one. I mean, maybe not. Come on. Outside of a physical relationship. Boys out here giving out the whoop. Oh, my goodness. At this point, if you realize you are not compatible, it is easier because you have not been physical. That is a fact. Know your worth, both men and women. Completely agree. When sex gets involved, it's a totally different thing. It's a totally different thing. Yep. Because. Like she said, that feeling of sex may feel good. But even though, Miss Belinda, when you're having sex with somebody, you still know that this person is not for, for you. You know that. That's a you fact. You know that. You know from I'm going to say as a as a handsome young man who's pretty successful. You Strapping know, young lad. Yes. I've had <laughs> sexual encounters that I knew the woman she were not, not for me. And mm-hmm. I knew I should never did. I knew it. Like, even in the midst of the act, I'm like, yo, boy, you are here. Should have let it go. Uh, Should have just left let her alone. Go. And, you know, 
when you when you can recognize that, that's when you that's when you know that you know what I'm saying. I need to make start making better decisions when it comes to things like this, so I don't get end up like with a baby that I'm not trying to take care, take care of, of, right? Because I this is gonna make me a me a bad dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, so when you can recognize that, be smart. All all ain't yeah, good for me. Okay, yeah. all you don't need and it. good. You don't need it. So Miranda says she disagreed because of the fact that I learned from my experience I can give others sound advice on what not to do. So right. she's talking about for divorce. Right. I agree with that. I definitely agree. Leah says she believe in baby oil beatings. What? <laughs> to me, it's, you remember in the movie, um, remember in the movie where she laughed, like she was like, step out the shower and she's like, put the baby oil on him and was beating him. No, it was, it was on the floor and he was sliding. This, this a, Christmas. This is a sex act? Oh my gosh, no. Um, anywho. I, I, I don't watch the movie. Oh my gosh. To me, it said, as long as you allow yourself to heal, your advice isn't coming from a hurt place. Exactly. Speaking as a divorced woman. Come on. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, tweet. So Garrett said, freedoms and responsibilities are two different contexts. Yeah, Completely agree. Two different words. Hey, Daniel. Okay, so Miranda said, it's best to give advice once you've passed the healing phase. That's exactly what it is. I completely agree. Every time is a different time. Here is something else. So to me, it said experience gives you insight better than people who put on the front. Yes, and it's all and they all um and it's and it's all oh peaches. I thought I said preaches. Whatever. (laughs) All relationships are hard work. That is a fact. Hey, Kulu. Hey, Rich. I don't think they're all hard work. I think relationships take. Hey, quiet. I th- they take work. They're not all it's a hard difference. work. Say yeah. that again. All relationships, relationships are, are not hard work. They, they take, take work. work. Agreed. Okay? A hard work relationship, I'm getting up out of that joint. Once you, that's, that's another thing too. When you realize a relationship is not for you, bounce. Like you don't have to be with that person. Like you don't have to stay with that person. Like See, this is what I don't you, understand. Why would you stay in something when you knew no. you were unhappy? So, not a marriage. I'm talking about a relationship. Like okay. you could walk away. Okay. You could bump. You could. <laughs> no, bro. Same for me. Now, I'm out. somebody who was married and who was in a relationship and had 13 years in and multiple of those years were not happy, mm-hmm. I recognized when I was like, okay, I recognized when I should have left. Or I should have mm-hmm. been bounced out of this joint before I even got to the marriage point. Mm-hmm. But being the man that I am, I know what, I'm going to do this because she wants to do this and this is going to make it better. Mm-mm. That ain't happening. That, what? Mm-mm. And that's nothing. Don't make decisions that for the other person. Don't do that. You will be on <laughs> point here, blank. Period. You will be on here mad Hurt. at yourself. Yes. Mad at them. Mad at everybody around you. Make decisions for yourself. No Sharia said, "You are not supposed to bring who you are. You're not supposed to bring who you are to because." Type it. Type it over, Sharia. Yeah. Type, type it over. Best advice ever. If the advice ain't of God, then don't take it. Don't take the. Yo. Don't take the. <laughs> Maybe I'm a medium. I'm sorry. Tap it over, girl, because I'm slow. Pay attention to the. <laughs> I hate you for laughing so hard. Okay, so Gary said, hey, John. Hey, Teresa. So Gary said, Lada, might as well. Marriages happen when kids involved. Bing! That's it. You know, and the, but like I said earlier, though, just because the sex is good does not mean you should go raw dog. That's how these kids get here. 
Right? Yeah. How many people do you know that got kids with somebody and then wind up? Oh, you know what? I know that. You want to Garrett? You are absolutely right. Those might as well get married situations. I'm not gonna say my if you might, might as, as well, well. Don't do. <laughs> don't say no. <laughs> right from the light, Garrett. Don't do it. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with y'all. Transparency right now. Mine wasn't a might as well, but it was a. Did she want to? Say right. So listen. Did she want to? Because so I got. I had kids by her at this point, and I told. I knew. I keywords in the sentence. I knew. <laughs> I knew. Oh, Miss Belinda, <laughs> that I should not have gotten married. I knew I should not have gotten married. But it was kids involved, X amount of years involved. This is what she wanted. Let's just do it. When I say, and one thing about relationships, when you go against yourself. It makes you even, even more, more mad, mad at the You'd person so and upset. yourself. Mm, I can I can tell you some boy. I was at the I was at the altar like this. What are you doing? <laughs> Were you? <laughs> but listen, okay. So I'm laughing, but all reality is you're you you know you know you, you know. know and yet you know we do it anyway. And it's like, why put yourself in that situation? Like, just be, I have so much respect for people who have called off weddings on their way to the wedding. Come on now. So I much res respect. I respect y'all. So much respect. Okay, Shariah said, you are not supposed to stop being who you are because you're in a relationship. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. 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 Uh, Miss Belinda, it's good, girl. I'm going to send you some. Oh, my boy scrapped okay. the down on the building. Let's go scrap. Okay, so Rich, time and kids don't equal marriage. Rich, preach. You're rich. Time and kids do not equal marriage. Who's period. Rich? rich. Oh, that's my... Yo, yes. come on, big dog. You right, but you already know. But Rich, but Rich, when you're young... So, look, okay, Rich, you now you know me, Rich. We grew up in the church. You know what that go for. We grew up in the church. I had kids by this girl out of wedlock, okay? Mm -hmm. I put the girl for X amount of years. The only right thing in my brain to do is... Marry her. She wanted to get, so I do it. And then you go, like I said, when you go against yourself, it's all downhill from there. It, that could have never been a successful marriage because it was not ordained. It was never ordained. It was never I ordained. I put my hands all over that. That was all shine choices. It was mm -hmm. not God ordained. It was not. It was all me. So when it comes to, so this is, so this is after the relationship started. This is after the relationship started. Now we in a relationship. We in the thick of it. Kids, all of that. When you know, you know. Mm -hmm. I knew not to. I did it anyway. And this is where I'm at today. After the relationship. Mm -hmm. After the relationship. Garrett said, kids create a fantasy of having a perfect family and life that might like as well. Experts. Listen, because we'd have been through, right, Garrett? We'd have been through. experts right here, man. Okay? It might as well create what we didn't it's have as children. You, know, you heard what he said? Might as well create what we didn't have as children. That is a fact. Miranda said, "Don't allow religion to make decisions for um make the decision to get married for you." I'm just saying, I agree with that you're now. Right, you're right, Miranda. You're right. You right. I agree with it now. You don't know. You don't have nobody. See what Carl said. Marriage makes you change. That's a fact. If you get married and not supposed to be, See, marriage do a whole lot of shit to you. Let's just make that totally clear. Marriage make you do the most obscene things. That you <laughs> he said he preaches to himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, we we right. gotta have we gotta okay, get okay, ourselves okay. together. My man Joe said, "Why you did it, bro?" Joe, now you know me, Joe. It's my man Joe from my man from LI. Fast my man Joe. I did it because one, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Pressure from her family. Mm. We had two kids at this point. Like, oh, so what you gonna do? You gonna marry my? Uh, uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not. Pressure from her. And then it's my own, my own, the pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Not, do you want to do, hey, do, do it? Don't want to do it. Do you want to do it? Don't want to do it. So I'm trying to make my relationship better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to marry you. It's going to be, I'm going to marry you. It's going to be the perfect thing. It's going to be perfect family. <laughs> that shit did not work at all. And I'm not discrediting, I'm not saying that Tasha's not a good woman. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that she's not a good mother. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the decisions that I made as a young man in the situation that I was in was not right for either one of us. Right. Me doing that was bad for both, both of us. Mm-hmm. It had so, nothing to do with me by myself. It was bad for everybody. I'm glad that you said that because too often we try to make the other person the the per, the, the blame, Right. But it's like, had you taken ownership for yourself, right? It wouldn't even have put either one of y'all in the situation. Because what could have happened was you could have very well said, no, I'm not going to do that. And y'all could have just been the best co-parents and you could have just moved on. Both parties extremely happy. But now we have to go through phases. And people don't understand when you're married and you have kids with this person, Mm -hmm. you have phases. Your kids have phases, you have phases, whether right, wrong, or indifferent, even if it was just an unequally yoked relationship, you still go through phases, period, point blank, especially when the the dissolving of the marriage was not both parties' uh, idea and only one party's idea, it's, it's even more so. okay? Or PTSD from the stuff that you dealt with while you were in marriage. The question, John, it's not really a question. We're talking about relationships, like life after the relationship, meaning not necessarily a relationship gone dead, but now you have this relationship. Now what? What is what is the relationship after that? What is what is your connection? What is your communication? What is your growth? What is your what is your uh, um, what's the complacency? What what is happening after that? Uh, Bella, I didn't get a heart-to-heart laugh out loud. Who did you need a heart-to-heart with, Bella? You talking about me? Or let me know. Who didn't you get a heart-to-heart from? The marriage is the true unlocking of each other. Say it out loud. The marriage is the true unlocking nah, of each other. <laughs> then you find out who we truly are. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that either, but you're going to find out who the person is in, before you get married. Before you get married. Because I knew who the person was before I got married, and I knew I shouldn't have done it at that time. I should never got married to that person, but I did it anyway. So it had nothing about unlocking something in the marriage. When you do, when you make a decision to get married when you're not supposed to, then you're going to find out something else about the person and yourself that you never knew. So it's not about finding out who the person is after you're getting married, because you're going to know the person before you get married. Because in a real life, true life, right decision to get married, you're going to know, I, I need to marry this woman. You're going to have... God gonna give you mad signs. Hmm. You're gonna have mad this your wife. This your wife. But it's not gonna be coming from they their her family, mm-hmm. your family. It's gonna be coming the from the sex that's the set, driving you. It's gonna, it's kids that you've had because you ain't even trying to have sex. It's not gonna have it's not gonna come from none of that. You won't know that I wanna spend the rest of my life with this person right here. It's just it's just it's feeling. We're we're human. We have 
feelings. We gauge our we gauge reactions and decisions off of feelings. A lot of decisions are made off of feelings. Feelings. Agreed. A lot of them. So you're gonna know when you feel right. I'm, I feel like I could spend the rest of my life with this woman. Yep. You're gonna know. I should even have sex with this woman. You're gonna know. This bitch ain't for me. She gotta go. <laughs> she gotta get a body here. You're gonna know that baby dog nigga ain't for me. You're gonna know all of this. So it's not about unlocking anything. Cause people reveal themselves to you every step of the relationship. Day one will be way different from day 30. Yes. You're gonna know that. Yes. You're gonna know from day one, oh, I love this girl. She's my friend. Day 30, you're like, yo, hold on, fam. I gotta. Yeah, let's pump the brakes. Fall back for a yeah. second. She out here, she snored. Mm-hmm. I'm not with it. I'm not she farting in the bed. Like, yo, women just yo, and you know yo, you know your deal breakers. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Okay, so we have to wrap up. We can go on and on about this, but I will say, uh, saying to what you your point, you do if you get time if you take time to learn who you are as a person, then you do know your deal breakers. If you do not take that time by yourself to figure out who you are as a person, you will not know your deal breakers and go for whatever is gravy. Okay? So if it look good and it smell good, you automatically go on with it and you're going to give your heart. And at the end of the day, you didn't gave you sold yourself to the devil for the price of nothing. Everything that glitter is not and Not gold. gold. And not I always gold. say to people, I was talking to my homeboy the other day, and I said, you know what? You gave that girl, and I'm going to leave out on this. A lot of, it's a lot of comments. But we we can keep talking, and we don't have all day. But you got eight minutes. It's a lot of people who have given other people marriage mm. as a, as their own self sacrifice. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So you sacrifice you who you are who you are for that for them to give them a marriage that you did not even want didn't even want. And, and, and there's nothing too when you sacrifice. Your life or a marriage, you giving somebody a marriage that they don't even know what marriage is about. Marriage is a, first of all, being a wife is a job. Being a man, being a husband is a job. Like, literally, like, it is a, you have specific duties and responsibilities you have to carry out to be a successful husband. husband. If you mm-hmm. do not carry those duties and responsibilities out, you're going to fail as a husband, which will, in turn, make your marriage fail. It's mm-hmm. just common sense. And you need to be, you need to be brought up, like, because a marriage is a commitment to God. That's the first thing. It's not a commitment to the person. That's not, y'all was already committed before, but when you make a, a marriage is a commitment to God. So you need to be, like, biblically or, or, or spiritually sound in what a marriage stands for. You know what I'm saying? And coming from our culture, nigga, we don't know what the fuck a marriage look like. What? This is not Every woman in my family is either divorced mm. or do not have a husband. Mm. I have I grew up in a single woman household with me and my sister. I was raised by all single women. What the fuck? I, what the fuck? Was like for me? That's why I surrounded myself with all my friends who had fathers. All them kids who I told y'all, Chad, Jason, Lloyd, their parents were married. So I seen, or what I thought I thought I seen was to be true to a marriage. Mm-hmm. Even in that shit, that shit wasn't real. So mm-hmm. you got to really understand what you're getting into when you're trying to get married. Like, you might as well marry yourself first before you marry any fucking body. Yo, and on that note, again, <laughs> right there, marry yourself first. Marry your, and I, when I say because marry yourself, I mean marry, marry. yourself. Like, 
Stay for down yourself. for yourself. Yeah, Be there for yourself. Down, like, okay, work hard for yourself. Do things for, for yourself. yourself. Learn yourself. for yourself. Like everything is about you. self. If you don't okay? do that and you jump in this shit with somebody else, don't jump in some shit with somebody that's fucked up already. Oh. So, hmm. in closing, what would what would you say your closing or your final like statements would be? Like, you know what? Actually, what is the biggest thing that you've learned from any relationship? Whether good or bad or indifferent, just give me one thing. Stay true, like I said, stay true to yourself. Because at the end of the day, you 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 the only person that's gonna have you for real, for real. And I've had a long term relationship. I had short term relationships. I had one night stands. I had fling to flings. I had sides. I did all that. So at the end of the day, I can tell you wholeheartedly that if you don't got yourself, because the side bitch will leave you. Okay, a fling will leave you. Okay. And then you're going to be by yourself in a marriage. You can get left, mm -hmm. okay? Your girlfriend will leave you. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And then all these situations, you're left by yourself. So if you ain't got yourself, you ain't got nothing. All I, when, I come, when it comes to relationships, what I learned, hold myself down no matter what. I don't give a fuck. If, if, the, if she's like, I, if you make this decision, I'm going to leave you. Bitch, you're going to leave me then. I'm making this decision. This is for me. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I love you to death. But if I go against this right here, we're not going to be good. We're not going to last. I'm going to be mad at you, mad at myself. Mm -hmm. And whatever turns out of that anger, it's all downhill from there. Hold yourself down. Because ain't nobody going to hold you down but you. That may sound very cliche, but this, when it comes to relationships, it's the absolute truth. Hold yourself down. And don't get in a relationship if you're not ready. ready. Fuck what the world's saying. Are you dirty, girl? You ain't got no man? No, bitch. She ain't got no man. She not ready. <laughs> He passionate, if you can say he's not ready. He passionate. It's not because it's not fair to yourself. It's, it's not. not fair to the person you about to fuck up to. Because you're not even ready to be in a relationship. That was a good one. Be by yourself until you're ready. Until you're ready. I'm telling you because I've been through some shit. I can tell you some shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, don't play yourself and be caught up in the world imagery and what it should look like at this age and you should have this many. No, if you single right now and you X amount of age and you ain't got to, I applaud you. Because you, you're on a path to greatness. Because you're doing your own thing. So when you do bump into that man or that woman, you're going to be like, yo, I don't live my life. I, I know who I want. I know what I want. I'm not going for nothing. You'll, be, you'll make very fast and very firm decisions. decisions. Oh, no, nigga. I seen you drink the car from the left. I can't fuck with you. I got to go. You're right. Oh, no, nigga. You watch this and put it on the right. I can't fuck with <laughs> you. You got to go. Like, you'll make those decisions and not hesitate and be looking at yourself like, well, I am like 34. I didn't no. even no, ma. No, I don't want to see you on Facebook crying next week. Like, ah, I never did that. So on that <laughs> note, <laughs> I appreciate you, Shine. Thank you so much. This is just conversations that we have on a on a regular basis. Anytime we see each other, um. So I'm saying to you guys, you guys can check um check us out on Spotify as well as um Pocket Cast. We will be out here in these streets. Um, we'll be doing this every Tuesday. Next week, we have, um, women in relationships. So we're talking about the relationship with yourself. Um, mainly because women, I think we on a whole another, we doing some things out here and some things are on a good and some things are on a bad. Um, but I oh, honestly yeah. believe that women are almost as bad as men now. Um, and that's my personal opinion. Um, but I do want to leave you guys with this. If at the end of the day, there are things that you want to learn as an individual, as a woman, I definitely believe that you should incorporate and learn those things 
because those things will make you a better mom, a better person, a better business owner, a better spouse, better. So we keep saying 2020 visions and all this other stuff. I have a vision and my vision is better. Better attached to whatever that comes with. Just better. Make yourself better. So spending time with yourself, going to the movies by yourself, sitting in the house and listening to nothing by yourself, it will allow you to love yourself. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, can love you like you love you. Nobody. Not even your mama. Not even your mama. And on that note, thank you all. I am so thankful. First Sassy Sessions on the launch. And we back like good I also crack. I also crack. I am a marketing professional. Holla at me. Get at me. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy Shine. Like our page. Sweet and sweet and sassy sips. My mobile bartending service. And like us, um, Sassy Sessions podcast. We out here. Please, thank you so much. I don't want to cry on the live. So, thank you. You know, I'm like sensitive. I get a little sensitive. I'm a little hood sensitive person, but I appreciate y'all though. But thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. Love you guys. We out. Thank you so much for listening to Sassy Sessions podcast. If you like what you heard, Please follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Sassy Sessions Podcast, all one word. Or you can email me your thoughts at DearSassy716 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon.